Hello humans, hello humans. Uh, February 26th, it's after four in the afternoon. Uh, heading outbound. Had been in a number of vet offices all day with my um, other dog who has a case of adult parvo. She tests positive for parvo. And so we've had to do some uh, treatment here. It's a very deadly disease, just like lepto. And our other dog may have had parvo as well as the lepto. We're, we're just, we just don't know. Um, it's just not possible to determine that now. Anyway, though, um, heading home. What a long damn day. Started off at about six on all of this. Anyway, I thought to um, address a few issues here, a little bit of a chat on the way back. Doggo's lying down and is um, comfortable now after all this treatment crap. Poor girl. Anyway, so uh, so <laughs> basically, everything's pretty fucked up. Um, you know, uh, socially, economically, politically, uh, environmentally, um, industrially, right? And we can we can repair a lot of this very rapidly once we uh, uh, get rid of the mother weffers. You know, the weff just has to go. Their whole um, climate scam and kill off all the human shit. You know, and we know who they are now. You know, everybody knows this. So. Um, it's, uh, it's gratifying to me to be able to see the number of instances, or to see some of, I don't see all of them, of course. I'm not like uh, Phil Godlewski. I don't have any uh, super powerful, um, uh, fantastic fantasy software that shows me millions of views when there's really only 40,000. But I don't have the software to, to look at all of them, but I do see a number of instances uh, where people are discussing um, the idea of what to do when the uh, when and if uh, things here in the in the U.S. go kinetic in terms of a um, population versus invaders and infiltrators war, right? And so if a, if a shooting war starts, it's gratifying to see that a number of people are saying, "Oh yeah, hey, I'm not going to bother with trying to shoot at all the." Um, uh, the purple-haired people in, uh, in, in the Democrat cities, and I'm not going to try and, um, other than, you know, if they get in my way, mess with the invaders themselves, I'm going to head right off and take care of some of the Elites, some of the Elites. And this is, this is very nice. I've got a lot of people in <clears throat> Europe that are saying, hey, you know, we're real close to going and having an assault on Davos. You know, and uh, going and taking over the Rothschild um, mansions and castles, and going and taking over Klaus Schwab's house. Um, and the French are really starting to get into it now, walling up the politicians' houses so they can't get in and out of them. That that kind of shit needs to start here in the U.S. And then we'll know that we're, or, or when that stuff starts here, when people start assaulting the houses of the politicians. 
um, as well as the low-level politicians, like all the county commissioners, all the the school counselor or school um, uh, uh, guys, you know, the school admin people, those kind of thing. Um, city councils, county councils, all of these sorts of things, right? Where all the infiltrators that have been paid for by George Soros um, are uh, doing their work now. And so um, when we become like France, when those people start finding that when they go home, there's a giant pile of manure uh, sprayed all over their house or dumped on their front door, uh, that sort of thing, right? Then we're, then we'll, we're nowhere into AMREV 2 or Global Rev 1, depending on how you want to think about it. Um, that is coming. That, that will occur. Uh, thereafter, some point thereafter, which would probably be fall or next winter, uh, when it gets really, really, really ugly, and the um, this is assuming that enough of the minion classes decide to stand up with the WEF and fight for the WEF. So if the police here in the United States uh, or the military in the United States starts siding with the um, globalists, um, and then the populace is going to have this extra uh, hard level of uh, response. And if that occurs, which I would suspect it would occur in fall if it does, uh, because these guys are going to run out of steam in, in whatever the WEF is going to do, whatever the globalists are going to do here in the United States, they'll they'll end up doing it uh, before September, right? So it'll be in, uh, before the end of September, it'll be in August and September that they'll be running the whatever kind of scams and games and shit they're going to be playing relative to um, uh, the global situation and what the populace is doing. Um, but... Um, so if they do that, then the hard response from the populace uh, will be to go and, like, break into their houses and take their shit, right? So, uh, you know, a town councilman that, um, you know, voted for uh, sanctuary cities and all of this kind of shit, uh, he'll have his house uh, broken into, his cars taken, uh, you know, his house looted, all of this kind of shit. It will occur. Uh, they'll do it to... Um, people at low levels of functionary, right? So there will be a lot of uh, disconcerting, a lot of kinetic kind of um, violent reaction uh, to the uh, to the, whatever the Weffers do in August and September that will lead into this period of time where, like I say, if they do it, right, this is not yet... Um, chiseled in stone, so we don't know if they'll actually do that. But if they actually go ahead and do it, then the response from that will occupy months, and it'll go through uh, uh, fall and into winter of 2024. And we'll see the, uh, you know, you'll see city council offices being taken over. Uh, you'll see city council, those will usually, I think, spring from city council meetings that get really raucous and then everybody votes them out in the spot right there to the point where these people flee the, the meeting and basically uh, surrender their positions and stuff by doing so, right? By abrogating their responsibility um, and they'll flee and then people are just going to take over their offices. Uh, you know, there will be um, uh, mass chaos. Maybe there will be some voting, but there's going to be a lot of mob action. And it'll just be really, really, really pissed off citizens. 
that, as I say, this is this is a um, um, we don't know if it's going to occur kind of a forecast, right? We have hints in our data that this is the case, but we don't know that the mother weffers will actually be that stupid uh, to attempt this. But it's going to be just fascinating because as we get into further into 2024, more of the the revolution is going to be coming out. And it's going to uh, involve all kinds of stuff. So um, uh, I suspect this is going to be the worst tax collection record uh, in history, right? And worst tax collecting year in history relative to the no amount of money that they think they can get out of us and the amount of money that people will actually be uh, sending in and willing to send in. So it's going to get just really um, very interesting. Uh, and then we get into the space aliens. <laughs> That's a secondary issue too. Um, okay, so uh, we've got a um, lot of activity in March. April is going to be some uh, big economic problems and um, a lot of emotional issues in April, uh, whereas March is going to be um, much more like, uh, uh, like violent, quick, emotional reactions. April will be um, long-suffering uh, release language that's slowly getting... Um, Put out there, right? So that we're slowly getting into some of the release language there, uh, not explosive and so on. May is going to be really, really interesting uh, on a lot of different levels. So we expect that there will be uh, some level of, let's say, um, back. Uh, back-channel agent activity in May, all right? Uh, so we're, we're going to see, um, hang on, I'm going to do some tricky driving, propane trucks, and, and uh, freeway being worked on. Anyway, and so in May, we're going to see the results, we won't necessarily see the back channels, right? You may, you may see something really weird come up and it'll just be what is the apparent face on some form of um, uh, back channel kind of stuff that has to be, um, or that for whatever reason rises to visibility. But we will see the results of it. So I think that there will be changes in May that you just won't be able to put down to anything uh, because there won't be any like uh, mainstream media lead up to it, right? There won't be any discussion. All of a sudden, you know, uh, whatever, this whole city council will just resign or um, large, large numbers of um, local state representatives and stuff will just decide, nope, not running. Nope, not going to do that again. And so all of a sudden there will be a big scramble to, to find... Um, new candidates and to get their shit together at a political level to get them on the ballot kind of thing in short notice. And that will occur um, over these next few months. Uh, so part of the issue will be the, these people will be uh, shocked and will make decisions over these next few months that will then cause the party to have to um, uh, scramble to get their shit together to get replacements. Um, that would, by the way, that would be a good time to be an infiltrator, 
uh, you know, to stand up as a, a democratic candidate and mouth all the right words until they get you elected, that kind of thing, right? Uh, because they're not going to be able to check a lot of shit. Um, just because they'll be scrambling all over for all these various different levels of um, uh, people. We may even see uh, some blue state governments um, basically collapse, not collapse, but like sort of um, a balloon softening up because some of the air is out, that sort of thing, uh, where they're not able to have elected officials uh, and so they're going to have a real problem. You know, part of the whole government thing will start um, falling away. Now, uh, there's a lot of suggestions that we're going to have our um, major stock market crash uh, in April. Okay. Uh, it's not. All right. So it's not, insofar as I can tell from our data, uh a, the, the giant generalized crash of the currency itself, okay? Uh, it is, in a sense, because as the stock market crashes, we're going to see um, the cryptos, Bitcoin, and all this kind of stuff really, really soar. Um, so, insofar as Bitcoin is concerned, it has a relationship that we've been able to determine, uh, and I've done most of the work on it, so I'm not going to blame anybody else when it craps out. And it will crap out, but right at the moment, there's a pattern going that suggests that, oh yeah, you can look at Bitcoin's action relative to these other minor cryptos, and you plot Bitcoin against these other minor cryptos, and you get a uh, view of um, the... the um, the progress of Bitcoin, its its potential in order to be able to forecast uh, price activity. And so um, there is this relationship, the relationship so far is held. I've examined this relationship back a few years, uh, went back into 2021 with it, and then did a spot um, check on 2018, and it does appear to hold. It's not like a 100% for sure kind of thing. It is just more consistent than not. So in 2018, it was very, very consistent. Then, then in 2021, it was like eh, slightly less consistent. Uh, but now it's back to being uh, relatively consistent. And so, um, uh, so we're able to say that at the moment, it appears as though Bitcoin is doing what um, the E-Wave guys call uh, building a floor. Okay, it's in the flooring mode. And so they, the, the, uh, the idea is that Bitcoin is going to go bounce around up and down, up and down, up and down, uh, in between 51 and 52,000, and that will be the floor somewhere in there. It'll be this, um, uh, this uh, point of support, they call it. And then after that support, uh, it's going to take a very large rise in a bull market um, activity. So now, you, you have to understand that the only reason there exists uh, a bull market ever in anything has to do with, with the um, uh, illegal and ephemeral nature of fiat currencies. And so uh, bull markets only exist because of central banks and the wonkiness of a fiat currency. You don't get bull markets, nor do you get busts in um, hard money economies. They just don't 
behave that way and you don't have the levels of speculation that we do now, obviously. And um, in, a, uh, in a sound money economy, uh, you have investments and investments pay off, uh, but you just simply don't have speculation uh, the way we've got it now, right? Uh, so speculation entirely exists as an artifact of them being able to create money out of nothing and have vast quantities of money with which to speculate. If, you, if you're in a hard money economy, it takes you a hard scramble to gather money, so you're not up out there speculating with it, right? This is what's going to destroy the markets, is going to a hard money economy. It's also going to destroy the entire Elohim uh, worship cult uh, structure globally is uh, the lack of a fiat currency global reserve that they can manipulate. Uh, once that is gone, then the entire Elohim worship cult, which is to say the entire uh, Jewish component of the of the globalistas, of the global cabal, the entire uh, rabbinically directed uh, cult uh, that is using Judaism as a cover on this, it goes away. It won't have any power. It's going to crash and it's going to burn and it is going to be pissed. These people are going to freak out uh, because they won't have the um, the central bank to manipulate and stuff, right? And so um, under the circumstances, as the fiat currency dies and the, um, uh, the Jewish influence is removed, Thereafter, nobody's going to give a shit about the Jews, right? Who cares about them? They won't have any money. They won't be able to do anything. Uh, they don't know how to do hard work. Uh, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, ever since the Elohim had chosen them to be their middle-level managers of the human herd, uh, uh, these guys have always only been organizational people and uh, slave owners. You know, they, they want uh, free labor, basically. And absent that, they're going to have a hard life. They're going to have a really tough time. Uh, so, you know, karma's going to come back to roost in, in Israel as a result of the uh, dollar dying. And that's going to kill the shekel, right? These guys, unless they've got really fantastic gold reserves that nobody knows about, uh, Israel's going to be bankrupt. Uh, along with a lot of other states that are reliant on the petrodollar, uh, which is dying on its own now. So, it's going to be a very interesting uh, period of time this year and next year and the year after, because it's going to take a while. There will be uh, big episodic um, upticks in activity, and then periods of um, uh, restrained activity, and then periods of quiescence, uh, sort of a pause almost, and, um, and there we go. So now, uh, getting back to that other aspect, I was, it was in, it's interesting to note that... Um, organizational Jewish uh, kind of things, like rabbinical councils, uh, the Chabad organization, the Lubavitches, all of these guys, all of the Loxism-dominated uh, um, uh, Jewish uh, cult sects are, are um, being singled out. They're being identified now. So you can go on to um, the Tor Network, which is the other part of the internet that most people don't ever go to, which is the they call it the dark web or, or the deep web, whatever. Uh, but you can go there and you see that people are already now um, putting out the addresses of the uh, all of these Jewish centers that they suspect are involved in uh, trafficking one way or another. 
Bear in mind, Israel is the largest seller of body parts on the planet. And most of them are probably taken from people in Gaza, right? So they sell more body parts than they have population to provide them. Israel's not that densely populated. Uh, also, it's a very diverse uh, spread of uh, genotypes and phenotypes of body parts that uh, that Israel is selling. So, you know, they're going to be in a, just a huge world of hurt as the um, fiat currency uh, drops away and um, uh, we go to this um, uh, new hard money world. It'll take a, a, a something, okay, so it could happen here in the United States relatively quickly because all it is is political will to um, uh, kill what's left of the Federal Reserve and start over with a constitutional money. And so the first person that comes on in with the political will to say, okay, we're doing this, uh, and it happens. All of a sudden it'll start happening and then everything very rapidly um, returns. So we have the uh, uh, Elohim worship cult assault on Germany that begins in uh, 1909, and by 19 uh, well, okay, so by 1928, the the assault on Germany, destroying the culture, all of the the ultra queering, the you know, uh, the cabaret society. Uh, the gender bending and all of this kind of stuff uh, started in 1909 in Germany, but by 1928 it had gotten so egregious that it forced the Germans to, uh, in order to get out from underneath that to try and protect their culture, it forced them to choose the, the National Socialists, which brought in Hitler and about a third of his upper staff are Jews, okay, so about a third of the people in the upper staff of, of Hitler's um, organization were Jewish, and they were the ones that set up the camps, they were the ones that identified all the Jews to go to the camps, and no, six million of them did not get killed, and they weren't um, incinerating people in Dachau or any of these other places. All right, this is, um, this is the Holocaust hoax, uh, the holo hoax. Uh, you see a lot of this. Just in the 1920s, for instance, they were claiming, the Jews were claiming that six million Jews had been killed in the um, early stage of the Russian Revolution. And then the Bolsheviks, who were Jewish, get in charge. They take over the Russian Revolution and it becomes the Bol Bolshevik Revolution. They get their organization in there. They take over the military. And then they have the Holomador and they, they kill 25 million Russians through starvations. 25 million Russians and Ukrainians and people in Crimea, etc. They were all starved by the, um, uh, the Bolshevik Jewish um, uh, Soviet Union. And then they killed another 10 million uh, with a um, genocide across all of the stands, okay, you know, Kazakhstan at all. So uh, this organization uh, mindset is going to really freak out as they will no longer have power from fiat currency. That's dying now. This is part of their problem. But this year, it will become um, evident to everybody that they have this problem. Uh, that we do indeed have a hard money system evolving, and that puts the kibosh on, on all of this. Jewish influence goes to shit, right? They lose their, um, their positions in the social order. Now, in our social order, we have people right now that are 
out there identifying as potential targets, uh, you know, rabbinical councils. And they're writing about this stuff, you know, so-and-so, we think he's, um, you know, this particular rabbi, he was uh, charged with, and, you know, they, they get into the details, and you go and investigate it. Sure enough, they're not fucking around. They've got legit stuff there. But, you know, this particular rabbi out of um, Minneapolis, I think it was, in that area, um, you know, was charged with uh, a sexual assault against uh, four uh, young boys, and then he's let off and all charges are dropped, right? And he resigns his position as rabbi, and he and he's put under uh, house arrest for four months, and then he moves out of the state. And that was the solution. But now they've identified that the guy has moved into southern New York state, and so uh, people are saying, hey, hey, watch out for this guy, you know. Uh, not convicted, but a known sex offender, you know, a known pedophile. And so pedophilia in an organized um, uh, fashion and codified fashion comes out of the Talmud. Uh, it's, it's all throughout the Talmud. All the rules for pedophilia for the Jews, for the rabbis, really, not so much for the Jews themselves, because they rabbis try and keep it to themselves but in any event so all this is going to come unglued here this year a lot of this shit's going to be exposed and we're just about a couple of weeks from getting into uh, major exposure maybe it'll be the first week here in um, in March right uh, that we'll get hit start getting hit with some uh, fairly large uh, data dumps uh, about uh, the infiltrators and all the shit they've been doing. And that'll continue through March, April, May, etc. Sometime, I think in May, is when we get into um, activity, I don't know where it's going to come from, relating to the data about uh, space aliens and UFOs. And then that'll grow all through May, June, July, etc. And keep growing through the rest of the year as will the number of instances of people uh, seeing these things. And at some point, and it, it appears in the data sets that it may be um, uh, at, the, at sort of the dog days of summer and, you know, the mid-August kind of a time frame, but we're going to get a, um, the, the data sets are describing a, uh, an incident um, where people are out for some kind of entertainment, and and, I, and it's outdoors, uh, so I don't. It doesn't appear that there's stadium. None of the stadium isn't in uh, isn't mentioned, uh, but I don't know uh, what the um, uh, the the conditions or the topographical conditions are going to be. But it just appears to be like maybe it's an outdoor concert. Um, you know, uh, it might be like a. Um, car races, some kind of summer uh, entertainment on an organized level uh, gets a really spectacular UFO visit. And I don't know it's here, if it's here in the States. Uh, there's, there's just no way of identifying the geolocation of this thing, given the amount of data and what I have to go through to uh, do my limited data harvesting. So I just can't say where it will be, but the descriptions are of uh, several thousands of people uh, that's, that are sitting outside 
and uh, dusk or dark conditions, and they see a very spectacular um, UFO uh, uh, show, right? And it's, uh, it's not drones, it's real UFOs. And the upshot is that we get like thousands, uh, thousands of people that have videoed this thing um, and put it online. So there's many, many, many different views of it and um, many different reports of it. And apparently it's going to be, you know, quite the entertaining uh, little bit of whatever, right? I don't know how we're going to describe this, uh, but the, the UFOs will be uh, uh, viewed, discussed, uh, videoed, uh, put up online, uh, viewed some more, and discussed some more, right? So it's going to be uh, a big, big uh, kind of a thing. Um, there have been a lot of... UFO sightings and activity in Asia recently and in the Pacific. So maybe we're looking at something that's going to be uh, Asia-centered or Pacific Ocean-centered. But nonetheless, the, the data sets are still telling us that there will be thousands of people uh, in an evening. So it's, a, you know, it's like after four in the afternoon, you know, before like uh, too dark, so before like 10 or 11. Uh, but that kind of a thing, right? So people out doing something, they go for whatever reason, and then they're treated to this UFO show. Everybody's got their cameras, and they um, videotape it. Uh, and uh, in addition to that, we're going to have several other instances of anomalous activity uh, that will get some level of video out. Now, some of this stuff, I think, is going to be like... Um, something akin to what happened uh, with the Miami Mall. So we're getting, you know, sort of space alien boots on the ground kind of uh, data sets uh, for at least a couple of instances um, uh, before we get into winter. So we're looking at something that's, you know, and, and again, it's after midsummer uh, that we start getting these indicators really should have stopped, but I've got to get get the doggo home. I have things here in the town I could have done, but it's late in the day and everybody needs to eat, and the poor dog's had a hellacious day. We both have. Anyway, so, um, so it'll be fun for me to get into the UFO kind of crud. Uh, I still, I'm still working to try and figure out a way to get my floaty RV here, right, to go... Um, recreational vehicle anti-gravity uh, floating around the planet and doing stuff. But um, in any event, though, uh, a lot of indications that we'll be seeing uh, more uh, language around uh, ultra-high uh, frequency um, uh, electrics, okay? And that this is going to be the new... Um, the new like area, right? The new uh, area of interest for all kinds of people. And uh, it's going to be, a, you know, car makers, everybody's going to be getting into this. So pretty soon, and I don't know how many years it'll be, but, um, you know, m maybe it's five years out, maybe it's 10 years out, and we'll have these little uh, prototypes. And, and then 
finally the functioning units of uh, basically vibration engines, what we can call like um, ZPT or zero point. Um, oh, is that a bank robbery? What the hell's going on there? Cops, flashy lights all in front of a bank. Hmm. Well, I'm not going to get too close to it, so hopefully. Yeah, that's all right, sweetie. We'll get you back home, don't worry. Anyway, so um, so that'll be our new new direction, is uh, this new science of ultra-high frequencies and uh, electricity and all different kinds of um, vibration and other things. Uh, boy, what else? Okay, so there's going to be data dumps. I was looking through some of this stuff last night, trying to figure out what's going to happen with... Um, my buddy Joe, who the data says is going to just get, you know, stank-ass famous. And we don't know why, <laughs> but it's from something he does. So, um, you know, and, and he's a good guy, so it's going to be good. But um, anyway, I was just looking to see if there were any hints in there that, as to what's going to happen for him. Um, and we... Um, uh, went through and, and I started looking through all the um, the cross-link data and looking into the sets and started coming up along on a lot of these. So we're going to have um, weather issues. I suspect that we'll have um, uh, sort of like um, the whole climate uh, scam, the whole climate crisis scam is going to get some real shit this, uh, as we get into spring and summer, where you, like right now, I'm, in, I'm getting snow and hail and that kind of stuff will have anomalous kind of weather uh, all through this year that, uh, you know, they can maybe claim climate crisis, but it's not global warming. Uh, it's not reduction of water or any of that kind of stuff. And there's nothing that humans can do about it. It's all the activity of the sun. So really no point in, in attempting to do anything, right? We can't control the planet. We don't alter it. That's a bunch of horseshit. Uh, that the um, mother weffers came up trying to sell their scam to control us all. You know, they, they want to make you sick. That's what all these pandemics are every hundred years, these resets every hundred years. They want to keep you sick so that they can control you. And uh, they figure, oh, there's too many people there. You know, they're not going along with it now. And uh, so um, then they decided to make the planet sick and then to make you think that you were responsible for the planet and therefore they would have control because they could control you by saying, oh, oh, you're making the planet sick. You know, a bunch of horseshit, right? Anyway, um, yeah, major snowstorm here. So, uh, all right, so, <laughs> okay, so, um, Lots of activity, uh, lots of uh, sudden violent kind of out, outbursts in March. And then we go through to um, uh, economic kind of crashy shit in April. And uh, we're going to get into the, uh, the real chaos of everything in, in May. And then it's just going to get a lot worse from that point on. But uh, in the process of becoming more chaotic, if you wanted to look and you knew where to look, you would actually see 
uh, resolution for some long-standing problems starting to emerge. So, so May should be, even though it's in the midst of vast quantities of chaos and all kinds of shits going down, it should be such that we'll um, be able to see some progress, some, some positive change. Which is good. People are going to need that. Now, a lot of the um, uh, the emotional delta that we're, we're waiting to have manifest, which has been basically hanging on since last September, August really, um, appears to be in the works for these first few weeks in March. So there's going to be something uh, that comes out in terms of data that's going to be at least gripping enough uh, to um, involve a large percentage of the population with it so that these people will uh, will pay attention to whatever the hell is is in this right and so it's you know we know that Obama was um, is a traitor uh, Bush and all these people ahead of him were traitors and they rigged up the whole system to spy on Trump using foreign um, intelligence services, right? So this is a major problem. I'm of the opinion that we're also, as a result of the fiat currency going down, going to see the uh, basically the death of the CIA. Uh, it'll be broken up or split up or whatever the fuck. <coughs> but um, this is this is a change that's you know obviously some distance off. It'll the. Federal Reserve Bank will go about the same time. We'll get rid of both of them about the same time. But in any event, um, the uh, whatever information is going to be coming out uh, is likely to kick us up into that uh, higher level of release language to reach that delta and, uh, and sort of clear a lot of the building tension that we're going to be getting into here uh, fairly rapidly uh, with this uh, release of information, whatever the hell it is, right? We just don't know what it is or what it's going to be relating to. And then probably in uh, summer, uh, we'll see some level of food riots on the East Coast and the liberation of the UFO documents uh, should occur about that time. And we'll, we'll see how that goes. These will be documents that will be... Um, uh, released from uh, federal government coffers where they've been hiding all of the uh, the secret stuff. And also, long in this mix, we're going to get to the point where we're now going to start getting uh, disclosure from corporations. So you'll start seeing leaks that will appear from corporations about their involvement with UFOs. So, um, going to be a very interesting time. And... Um, it's going to really start affecting everybody. Like I say, I'm of the opinion that people need to start growing food uh, as much as you can. And uh, uh, if you have the ability to grow, you know, really good tomatoes, well, you grow a lot of extra tomatoes and you use them to trade for cucumbers or whatever, right? And so it's that kind of a situation where uh, we're going to need the calories. Uh, because of the impacts on the farmers of all of the mother weffers and their kind of shit. Now, we'll see that level of farmer's revolt hit here in the United States, but it's not going to be 
necessarily people driving all their tractors uh, to the city center of this, the state capital kind of a deal, right? Um, there are different ways of uh, protesting here in the United States and because we're so strung out. You know, in Europe, each of the countries are so relatively so small that you can do that. You can drive your tractor a couple of hundred miles and go to the state capital. But, you know, you're not going to be driving your tractor from Oregon over to Washington, D.C. Anyway, guys, uh, that's about it. I got to get um, uh, serious about my driving and getting us home. And it's been a long day and my voice is starting to get out a little bit. There we go, sweetie. We're okay. Okay, anyway, take care. Um, <coughs> I'll see about doing another talk later this week after I've gotten into some more of the data, if I get a chance at it. My office is just terribly trashed. I mean, you know, snow coming in, that kind of a deal. So it's not really conducive to sitting out there and doing a lot of work. Anyway, okay. All right, talk to everybody later.